Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Carefree and Black Diaries. Here on this podcast, we discuss various topics like pop culture, news, politics, and more. I am the host of this podcast, and my name is Shakira. So if you are new here, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for tuning in. And you are more than welcome to go ahead and subscribe so you'll be notified every single time we have a brand new episode, which is every Tuesday at 9 a.m., Now, if you're not new here, you already knew that. Thank you for tuning back in. So you all know how this goes. We're going to have our carefree updates and then our topic of the day. All right, so our first carefree update. Okay, first of all, before I even get there, y'all, I am tired. Like I am dog tired right now because um, I'm recording this episode on a Sunday. For the past few episodes, I have been able to knock them out earlier in the week so I really don't have to worry about it come the weekend but anyway this weekend was just not the case I am helping my mom paint her house so for the past three days and I just finished maybe like an hour ago um I have been painting her house and I am tired like I am tired boss anyway so if you at any point hear me and you're like girl she sounds tired that's why that's why sis because I am tired anyway The first carefree update I want to give to you all is because I know that I do have quite a few um, undergrad students and also graduate students that listen to the podcast. And because I love y'all so much, I try to provide you all with as much information as I can when it comes to these programs and things like that that can possibly help you. So there is an article on Blavity.com and it is titled... A new initiative from the United Negro College Fund is offering free textbooks to HBCU students. So this program will provide more than 1,000 students with access to free textbooks. And I am going to put the link in the bio of this podcast episode. And I am also going to put the link in the bio of the Instagram account. And I may... I may also tweet it. Um, We'll see how that goes. (laughs) But um, I'm going to leave these links around so you all will be able to find them. But anyway, the link is going to give you all the information that you will need to be able to sign up for this program. And basically, it's to help HBCU students. And they are partnering. This is the United College, United Negro College Fund. They are partnering with Cinegage or Cengage. I had never heard of them before, but they are going to be providing students with free textbooks. And I know that's something that you all want to get a jump on. So I'm helping you out with that. Now, something that you should be aware of if you are interested in applying for the program, which if you are an undergrad or even grad, I don't know if they um accept grad students, but if you are an HBCU student, you should definitely be looking into this. Like, there's no excuse. Like, why would you not? So anyway, unless you already have like a a scholarship that covers your books. But anyway, if you do not, you should definitely be looking into applying to this program. If you are, the application for this fall, this upcoming fall, right now, this semester, is due August 29th. So by the time, if you listen to the podcast on the first day, you're going to listen on August 20th. Um, so you need to get a jump on it. Okay. You have like a week (laughs) to get it done. And also if you are interested in also getting the same thing for the spring semester, so 2020 spring, you need to have your application into them by November 4th, November 4th, that spring and August 29th, that is fall. You have no reason not to do this. Like what else are you doing? Okay. 
Take an hour off of Instagram. Take an hour off of Twitter. Take an hour off of Netflix, okay? Sit down and do your application, period. That's it. Oh, and also, if you're that person that's thinking, because I know somebody somewhere right now is thinking, well, I might not have the GPA. The minimum GPA is 2.5. Apply, y'all. Like, apply. Just apply, okay? Shakira is telling you, just apply. Do it. You literally have nothing to lose by filling out an application. All right, so next Carefree update. I told you all last week in last week's Carefree updates that I was going to see the movie Brian Banks. So I told y'all, remember that I was uh, very interested in going to see it, especially when I found out that the executive producer, um, Tyrell Whitley, was a graduate of Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University, which is where I graduated from. And if there's any way I can support a fellow Rattler, you better believe I'm there. So I went and saw the movie. It was absolutely, oh, like, you know, those, um, the reviews, the movie reviews, and they're always like heart wrenching, but it was literally heart wrenching. Like there were moments cause I took my mom with me and there were moments where I would look over and she's like wiping her eyes because she's crying. And my mom is not like a super emotional person when it comes to movies. So that says a lot. Anywho, I went and saw it, and I'm not going to give you all any spoilers or anything, so don't be worried. Um, but I will say that there, I I almost expected it to be kind of like a white savior movie. You know those movies where it's like a black person in distress. More specifically, it's usually a black man in distress. And then this white person, whether it's a white woman or a white man, they swoop in and save the day and become the white savior of the film. This movie is not that. And that is what I love so much about it. Now, if you want a full rundown on, you know, what I felt about the movie and other little details, you can go to my personal blog, which is, uh, what's my blog? Girl, that goes to show you that I have not been blogging like I should. My blog is www.queen2queens.com. That's queen, T-O, queens, plural, dot com. And if you want to read more about what I felt about the movie, you can read it on there. That's where I kind of talk my junk sometimes or not really talk my junk on my blog. I typically use my blog to get out like things I think about, like deeply personal things, I will write on my blog more than anything else. So anyway, I loved it and you should go see it. The next carefree update I have for you all, I am sure all of my 90s babies are going to be really happy if they have not already heard this news. Y'all, the Proud family is coming back. Well, you might not be too excited. You may be excited, but you might not be too excited when I tell you the details. So basically, the voice of Oscar Proud, y'all remember the dad, that's Tommy Davidson. He revealed that the episodes are coming back new, new episodes, but the catch is they are going to be available on Disney Plus, which is Disney's new streaming service that is coming out. And I don't know, y'all, Disney may have just won me over with that. I was kind of like teetering on the idea of adding another streaming service to my bank account because listen i have told y'all before and i will tell you again i have way too many subscriptions to streaming services i have hulu i have netflix i have amazon prime um and then i have cable which allows me to watch like on demand 
I mean, it's just way too much. It is way too much. And I'm like, do I really want to add Disney Plus to that? But I know me. Like, I'm I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it anyway. I'm... No. Hmm, uh, yeah, I'm going to get it. I just figured it out. Yeah, I'm going to get it. So, if y'all are interested in that, there you go. You may be... You know, you might want to start putting your money to the side so you can get ready for a Disney Plus. And the last carefree update, which I feel like I'm, I'm really doing y'all bad when I say this one because it's... So basically, let me tell y'all what had happened was, you may remember earlier this month, I said that I have a surprise coming for you all and that it will be here by the end of August. Well, it is getting close to the end of August and the surprise is definitely um, up and running. You all don't know it yet, but I know it and I have been stressed. <laughs> Not really stressed. It's been a a very fun process, but I'm just like trying to make sure everything's great, hoping that you all like it, um, hoping that it's something that you all want. Um, and I got some things in the mail the other day that I feel really good about. And if you are good at like context clues, I know you know what I'm talking about. So anyway, it is coming. So at the end of this week, so um, let me see, Friday. Friday is going to be the launch. So be looking for it this week, y'all. It's coming. It's coming. I am I'm excited and scared, but I hope you all love it. And that is it for our carefree updates. Let's have a quick word from our sponsors and then hop into our topic. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Alrighty, so a few weeks ago, um, I got a Instagram DM from a listener. I'm not gonna put you out, girl. Don't worry. Um, but basically, me and her were having a conversation because she asked me if she could request an episode, and basically the request was, "What to do? Um, what do you do when you feel like you've lost yourself?" Um, and she asked me like personally because I have mentioned on the podcast several times. That I have been lost, I have been confused about different things, and just not really knowing who I am in certain situations and different points in my life. So she wanted to know, like, what have I personally done to figure out who Shakira is again? So that is why this episode is dedicated to her and everyone else out there who is wondering, what do you do when you feel like you've lost yourself? Now, since we are talking about my personal story, I would really be doing you all a disservice if I did not give you all a kind of rundown or story time of sorts of who I was, where I've come from, and things like that. So let's rewind to, let's even go back to 2011. That is high school for me. In 2011, I was entering my senior year of high school. I already knew that I was going to be valedictorian of my graduating class. I was valedictorian of my middle school graduating class. Like, it was just one of those things I knew. Not to boast or brag or anything, but 
my school was, I don't want to say my school was kind of rough, but it was a little rough now that I look back on it, you know, being outside of it, looking back. But anyway, it was a little rough. So I knew that I was going to be valedictorian. Everyone else knew that too. But when I was in high school, yeah, when I was in high school, I had a best friend. She was from Ghana and she transferred to our school. I believe we were in like ninth grade. No, we may have been in middle school. Yeah, we were in middle school. Anyway, when she got there, we definitely found out, you know, through us talking and just like growing as friends, realized that we were both writers. We were both very interested in like performing arts. She had a voice on her. So she was um, a singer. I was not a singer, still am not a singer, uh, not one of my strong suits. But anyway, I was very good at writing, still am, you know. Not trying to brag, but uh, your girl is pretty nice. So anyway, um, we were right. And our chorus teacher, eventually she found out some kind of way. Oh, we used to have these things called Freestyle Fridays in chorus. And Freestyle Fridays, everyone in the class, like no matter how cool you thought you were or whatever, like you had to get up and freestyle. And each Friday was a different theme. So like one week we did like The Wiz um and the next week we did like Michael Jackson songs it was very cool but for me those you know that one hour class was such an outlet and it was the same for my friend and I think our chorus teacher kind of like caught on um that we were kind of performing arts like driven kids creatives and before creatives was a thing so she um she got us pulled us to the side one day and she was like you know, the Black History program is going to be coming up. I want you all to write the play for the Black History program for the school. So we're like, okay, bet. Like, we wrote the Black History program. She let us direct it. She let us produce it, like, the whole nine, y'all. And I remember that being one of my proudest moments, like, in life. I was so proud and so happy. Now, in addition to that, my mom also used to put me in like these summer programs at the school and they will be mostly geared towards like science and technology but there will also be another component that was driven towards performing arts and I remember like kind of really blowing off the robotics labs and things like that because I was more concerned with the performances and I remember one uh one summer we did a performance of hairspray and it was so much fun so I just knew I'm giving y'all some backstory so you all will see where this is going so I just knew that when I graduated and I went to college I wanted to major in theater so I remember um when it started getting closer to time you know to apply for different schools and things and you know how the adults start asking you know what are you going to major in what are you going to study and I would say theater and their face would just like change so drastically right now one thing you should also know about me is I've also had an entrepreneurial spirit my entire life so being that the adults at this school knew me very well some of them would say well why don't you major in business like because you're good at this so major in business because theater you may not have a job being very vulnerable very naive um and very young I listened to them, not to say that I regret it at all, but I listened to them and I was like, okay, 
I'll major in business and I'll minor in theater because somebody put that in my ear like, oh, girl, you can just minor in it and, you know, you can major in business. One of my teachers. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll do that. Now, fast forwarding a few months, I get to FAMU. I'm majoring in business. So I'm in the school of business and industry. Um, Hated it. Literally hated it. Um, Yeah. Do not recommend. Anyway, I was majoring in business. And I remember as a freshman, I met up with another guy who was in the same program, same interests, everything. And some kind of way, we just started talking about theater one day. And he was like, yeah, I wanted to major in theater too. Um, But my people, just like me, told me to major in business. So I was like, oh, cool. We're in the same boat. Like, we can go to the um advisor, tell her that we want to minor in theater. Everything's going to be fine. Everything was not fine. I go to my advisor one day. We had two separate advisors. Um, And I go to my advisor and she's like, yeah, no, you can't major in my you can't minor in theater while you're majoring in business. And I did not understand. And being, again, young, naive, um, very vulnerable and very timid. Also, um, I just kind of went with what she said and didn't pay it any more mind. And I just gave up on theater. Not going to lie, I gave up on it. And as life starts happening, as you start joining different organizations meeting new people, you just kind of forget, like, I honestly forgot that I really loved theater. So I end up minoring in something else. Now, I don't know why it didn't click in my head that why are they allowing me to minor in public relations, but not allowing me to minor in theater? I don't know. Again, young, timid, naive, just didn't really understand. But while I was getting ready um, to kind of outline this episode i saw a tweet on twitter and it says it's funny how so much of finding yourself in adulthood is simply getting back to who you were and what you loved as a child that's what the tweet said and i had to screenshot it so i would remember to tell you all that um because one day um after i graduated from famu so out after i was out of that environment when I was in the real world, as some people would say, I just remembered it was like a, a light bulb came on or something. And I remembered my preschool graduation. And when I graduated from preschool, I went to a black preschool and at our pre-K graduations. So this is when we are transitioning to kindergarten the following year. Um, at our graduation, we did our rendition of Cinderella. Not the regular Cinderella, the black Cinderella with Whitney Houston and Brandy. And I remember being Whitney. So I was the fairy godmother and I had one line. And I can tell you to this day, 20 years later, what that line was. I said, I'm your fairy godmother, honey. You got a problem with that? And that was my line, y'all. <laughs> but anyway, I remembered that moment so vividly. And then I remembered the summer camps that I told you about. And I remembered the plays that I used to write for Black History programs. And I remember all of these different things. And I also remember my senior year, which was the first time I went to Los Angeles because I competed in a program regionally where I wrote a play. And so I 
won, you know, the region competition and they flew us to Los Angeles. This was the NAACP and I competed nationally with people that had written plays, you know, 18 year olds. And I remember all of these things and I was just like, wow, like how could I have forgotten who I was, what I liked, what drives me, what motivates me? How could I have forgotten who Shakira was? Now, it is important to note that this is not just about finding yourself when it comes to your passions and your dreams. We talk a lot about passions and dreams. Um, This is also about finding yourself after you've gotten out of a relationship. This is also about finding yourself after you've left that job. This is about finding yourself after you've left home or after you're moving to a new city where you don't know anyone. This is about finding out who you are or rather remembering who you are without all of the outside noise. So with that being said, I am going to be giving you all four tips helping you all to hopefully not just find yourself, but remember who you are in the first place. So with that being said, the first step is to strip away the outside voices, what I've already said. So when you strip away these outside voices, it is like building a protective barrier around yourself. So I want you to imagine it looking like an invisible bubble protecting you from the outside world. Now, this is not I'm not saying do this because you're like introverted or anything like that. I'm not telling you don't talk to people, but I'm saying that bubble should be your center and that bubble should protect you from the things that people try to project onto you or the idea that people have of you in their heads. One of the best things that I have been able to do in my life is remember I'm still okay hold on before I say this because I am still learning okay I'm young but I am being more aware of not letting other people's idea of who I am dictate who I am as a person example say your mom um sees you as a talkative outgoing person but you are not that person And you know you're not that person, but you still try to make yourself be that person because that's who your mom says you are. Don't do that. Do not do that. Do not compromise who you are, not just your values, but your thoughts, your feelings, who you are, like your core. What makes you up? Are you quiet? Are you talkative? Are you outgoing? Are you introverted? Are you a thinker or are you a doer? Like these are all things you have to find out for yourself. And sometimes that involves you um, getting time to yourself. So maybe it's a weekend, maybe it's a week where you just kind of spend time with yourself, write and journal, figure out what you like, who you are, how you think as a person. Because sometimes we are so bombarded by everything that's going on in our lives that we forget to check in with ourselves. So you really have to do that and strip away the outside voices so you can get back to your core and figure out who you are as a person. And once you have done that, you need to start remembering who you are. That is step two. Now, when I say remember who you are, I mean, okay, you have lost a job. Who were you before you had that job? Okay, you have broken up with this person that you've been with for years or maybe months. Who were you before that relationship? Who were you before you were with that person? 
who were you before you moved to a new place? Like all of these things are questions that will lead you to remember who you are as a person. And I know for me, what caused me to remember who I was. So remember I said it was after I graduated from FAMU, um, where I said like a light bulb kind of came on and I remember everything. I believe what triggered that was me asking myself the question of what do I want to do for the rest of my life? What makes me happy? And when I asked myself that question, it led me back to that person that Shakira from, you know, from birth until high school. I remembered her. I think I had gotten so tied up with um, accounting classes and management classes and sorority and, you know, having line sisters and going out and going to parties that I was really living my life in a state of, um, I like to call it autopilot, where I was just kind of at the wheel, but I wasn't really driving. Because even now, sometimes I will look back at college or think back to certain things. Um, or my friends will say, you remember when we did da 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 da? And I'm like, I don't remember that. Like, And sometimes I think I'm playing, but I really do not remember a lot of moments from college because I was living on autopilot. Like I was there, but I was not there. And I will venture as far as to say that I, the reason for that is because I was not passionate and I was not happy with what I was doing. Um, I love business. I love entrepreneurship. But about two years into the program, I realized that um, the School of Business and Industry is not geared towards entrepreneurship. That school is geared towards working for someone corporately and I knew that wasn't me but I was I felt stuck in this program because you know I can't switch my major I'm already two years in they already told me I can't minor in theater so I'm just gonna roll with this like I was living someone else's idea of me and I you know I did it for four years (laughs) so when I graduated I asked myself what do you like what do you want to do and when I remembered it it took me back in time And I just made a promise to myself that no matter how hard it would be for me to stand up for myself, I had to be my biggest advocate. So whatever I did going forward, it needed to be something that made me happy because it's what I'm going to have to live with for the rest of my life, you know? So that is remembering who you are. That is step two. Step three is the action part of it. And that is do what you love. So after I asked myself that question, what do you like, girl? Like, who are you? What do you want to do? And I was able to answer that. I said, okay, moving forward, I need to do what makes me happy, which is why I chose the graduate program that I chose because I was able to get a certificate, a graduate certificate in digital video production, which was going to allow me to write, which was going to allow me to get behind a camera. Like basically all of the things that I knew I loved to do, this program was going to allow me to do that. And the same goes to you. If you're in a spot in your life where you feel like you're just in autopilot, you're here, but you're not here. Figure out what you love to do. And this, you know, even though I'm talking about school and stuff and career, figure out what you like to do outside of that as well. Because I was, let me see, I was watching a video earlier on YouTube and it is by The Atlantic. And, oh, what is the name of it? God, no, work is the new religion. 
let me double check hold on ah it is called work is the new god um and it is on the atlantic so if you search work is the new god um on youtube you will see exactly what i'm talking about but on that video it is talking about how and it gives a great timeline too y'all not be watching stuff like this all the time but anyway it gives a great timeline as to how we got to this point in society and culture where we have this hustle mentality where we're always like we gotta work i gotta get it i gotta make money i gotta get money da 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 and it's just not healthy it is not um what we think it is as far as making money because we put so much work into working to get money when the truth is that those that are rich don't work half as much as we work like that's the sad truth but anyway you can watch that but i said that to say that it is not always about career and things like that what do you like to do outside of that like i was also watching something let me see was it the same video yeah it was the same video and in the video he talks about how um we need to realize who we are outside of work like separate that person away from work because i know even with me i do this all the time it is very hard for me to separate um you know the podcast my job job um youtube and everything like that like i feel like all of that encompasses me but the truth is that all of that is just something i do it's not who i am as a person so when i say do what you love you also need to do things that you just like as a person that are not related to work that are not related to hustling that are not related to the grind like find things outside of that for me that looks like um going to bookstores i may be one of the few people that still enjoys bookstores um, I like going to bookstores where I can just kind of lazy, you know, lazy on through the aisles, flip through the magazines, get a coffee, a cookie or something, and sit down and just pass time. Like, I love that. Um, I also love going to vinyl album stores where I can flip through the albums, listen to some music, maybe buy one because vinyl is expensive. Um, sometimes I like going on drives in the evening. And there's a particular street where I live that I just thoroughly enjoy driving with, like, the windows down, the music loud. Like, I love that. I love going to the movies by myself. I love going to a yoga class. I love scrapbooking. I love reading. You all may be noticing I'm an old soul kind of at heart. I'm definitely an old soul. Um, but I also love watching some of my favorite movies. That being Love Jones, Breakfast at Tiffany's, Brown Sugar, The Black Cinderella with Whitney Houston and Brandy. So find and create a list of things that you enjoy because you need to be able to go back to that list when you're having a bad day, honestly, because we all have our bad days. And it's so funny and also extremely sad because when you ask people, what do you like to do? Like, what makes you happy? Many people can't tell you off the top of their head because we are so accustomed to doing things that don't fulfill us emotionally. And we got to get out of that. You have to get out of that. So make a list of what you like and make it happen. And the fourth and final step I'm going to leave with you all is ask for help. After you've done all these things, if you still don't feel quite like yourself, seek help. 
I don't mean help from a friend, help from your mama them, your auntie them, your cousin them. Because many times we're all just trying to figure this thing out together and for ourselves, but seek help from a therapist, someone who has been trained and educated to be able to assist you when you're dealing with stuff like this. And also remember that it's okay to have a therapist, someone to talk things through with and who will give you a truly unbiased opinion on what you're going through. Now, a lot of people don't know, but if you are in college, most campuses should have a health center. And in that health center, it's not just nurses and doctors and stuff. There are therapists that are there for you. Like, you. They are there for you. And you shouldn't have to pay anything because they are there for the students. And if you're not in school, you can use websites like Therapy for Black Girls or just a quick Google search of black therapists in your area to help you find one. Now, personally, I would rather see a black therapist because I feel like there are some cultural nuances that only another black person would be able to understand. And also, how we as black people process pain and trauma is a lot different from other cultures. So that's my reasoning for seeking out black therapists, but you decide what is best for you. The goal here is just for you to unload and process your feelings in a healthy manner. So that is what I have for you all because, and I hope it's helpful, but that is what I have done. And that is my story of how I have gotten back to who I am as a person. And hopefully it helps you. Remember that you have one life to live. And I don't know about you, but I do not want to spend more time living to satisfy and appease other people rather than satisfying myself and also one thing I found very um just like right on time and definitely a full circle kind of moment was that in preparing for this episode um when I went and saw the Brian Banks movie one of the things that was said in the movie by Morgan Freeman was your one goal in life is to get back to who you were and I, I was like, when he said that, I said, oh my gosh, that's what we're talking about on the podcast next week. So it was definitely like a confirmation kind of moment for me that we are definitely on the right path. So remember that that is your one goal in life to get back to who you were as a person. Stay black and stay carefree. And we'll see you next time in the next episode of the Carefree and Black Diaries. Bye guys. Bye guys.